war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, at 106, good afternoon on this Friday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. 106 on this Friday. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, right now, if you're on Route 146 or anywhere in actually northern Rhode Island, you could uh, pop in. Now, again, it's Friday. Football kicked off last night. They had a nice crowd in the lounge. Or you could sit out on the deck. Uh, which I really enjoy, or have a nice meal right in the dining room. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. You know, one of the things I like, not only is it delicious food, but uh, it's not your imagination. One of their successes, I believe, is the fact that they have such low turnover. And when you go back um, there you see, it's like, hey, that's exactly who waited on me last time. And that's, uh, you know, the same bartender. And, and that's, to me, that's what plays into the family-like atmosphere. And it makes you feel comfortable. There is something to be said for where everyone uh, knows your name, so to speak. Folks, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. All right, I want to get you up to speed on some of the news of the day. And I know that um, a number of people are wondering about some of these stories about students identifying as cats and it's allowed. And, you know, a lot was made about the litter box. And now they're all on the other side trying to go after the whole thing about the, uh, the litter box. But what they're not touching on is just the reaction from the superintendent in North Kingstown. And the member of the school committee that basically, you know, it's that line, whether somebody identifies as a he, she, or something else. Meaning, if someone wants to identify as a cat, that we think it's it's perfectly normal. And I, I, I don't know. I, I feel bad. I, it's wrong. They're not doing the children any favors by allowing this type of thing to go on. All right. Let's see. I want to get to some other headlines. William is now the heir of the throne. All right. Charles is now King Charles. Thousands gather at Buckingham Palace. That is true. Um, there's now the king. King is in London. The king of England. Charles III is the oldest monarch in history. How about that? Faces testing times. All right. New, how about this headline, folks? New York declares the state of emergency over polio. This is part of this fallout of these people who won't get vaccinations. Ludicrous. I, I don't know what to tell you. Where it's dangerous is they're allowing it children. Polio was wiped out. Polio's back and it's state of emergency. The amount of people that are not giving their children the polio vaccine. <sighs> terrible. Absolutely terrible. Now, I want to get to some local headlines. Bannon and Cuffs, oh boy. Officials say he was the architect of the MAGA defrauding scheme. Hmm. Uh, Rubio walks Mar-a-Lago line. Marco Rubio could get beat in Florida. I, I believe Team Trump needs to really... Um, Oh, this is different. 13-year-old girl was assaulted while walking to school Thursday morning. Channel 6 has the story. She was accosted and groped near Donegan Park. She was able to escape, run away, taking a Hasbro. Um, well, in, in certain uh, South American countries, girls as young as 13 are completely fair game. So the more you allow a sanctuary city... You're going to allow more people that think it's perfectly normal to approach and sexually go after young young girls. So who's to blame there? Now, Governor Dan McKee, 
he has transformed. The primary is Tuesday. I'm voting on Tuesday. Channel 12 has it. Five arrests made at strike against transportation company. Now, Channel 12 has this. I want to see, do they mention that Governor McKee was there? And if not, why not? Why are they not mentioning that? I don't get it. Why are you not mentioning this? Police called a union strike scene in Pawtucket. Now, I, I don't, why are they leaving that out? He was there. The governor of Rhode Island was there. Thomas seeks charges dropped in fat test case. Well, we got a lot of headlines here. Attorney for embattled Aaron Thomas asked the judge dismiss all criminal charges. Filed the request Thursday. Toss out the one count. Procedural, often used to argue criminal, blah, blah, blah. Got 30 days. Peter Narona. All right. Well, I don't, I don't, I guess it's routine. Let me, um, I want to go to th- this, because this is really significant, what Governor McKee is doing right now. He's going all in to just be a puppet for labor. Why are they not mentioning the governor of the state was there? The governor of the state was there at this protest where people were arrested. It's a private company. All right, here's the... Uh, Channel 12 package. Here we go. Now, breaking news. We're tracking from Pawtucket, where a union had been staging a strike this morning on Concord Street, not far from Interstate 95. Several police officers on scene shortly after 9 a.m. Let's go live to 12 News reporter Matt Paddock, who's joining us from Pawtucket with the breaking details. Matt. There is still a police presence here on scene in Pawtucket, and they've got officers at each and every entrance, and from our vantage point right now, we can hear the crowd starting to get heated once again. Now, this is all after union workers tell me things got heated and five of their own were arrested. Now, according to Teamsters Local 251 Principal Officer Matthew Taby, workers have been out here for weeks fighting for decent wages, affordable health care, and demanding fair treatment from a group they claim is part of one of the largest transportation companies in the world. But attention boiling over today and according to one of the union strikers five of her co-workers were arrested and she came claims police using pepper spray in the process now it's still unclear right now what led up to the arrests but teamster local 251 principal officer taby sharing his disappointment in what unfolded Today, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of, I would say, restraint, control. It's a frustrating situation for everyone involved, for workers out on strike for a long time. Uh, we're certainly disappointed um, in, in the outcome, um, but there are a lot of, you know, I'm sure, pending legal matters. What does that mean? Now, we have reached out to police, but not, have not heard back at this time, and it's still unclear what led up to the arrests. Reporting live in Pawtucket, Matt Pettick, 12 News. I'll tell you what led up to it, Matt. And again, I don't understand why that they are not reporting that Governor McKee was there. That guy that, Matt T.A.B., whatever. I mean, that is a joke. This is a private company. This is a private company. Governor McKee was at was at that protest that's how that's how much he has just and the mayor were present and then they they just got way out of control and against a private company Absolutely ridiculous, folks. You know, anyone wondering, no one is going to want to come here. You can't be more business unfriendly than that. So tensions got high. It's unclear what led up to the arrest. How about that they were just completely out of control? And the Teamsters protesting. I recognize that looks like that stooge Pat Crowley. Let me see if I can pull in some of this. What do you want? Contract. What do you want? Contract. Work on a strike, we're disappointed in the outcome. A lot of restraint. You have, they have a right to run their business. Do you understand that? Let me hear some of this. That is Crowley. Oh yeah, they're all out there. There's McDonald. Terrible. Yep, 
All the union hacks. Wiz McKee and Grabian. Yep. What do you want? That is a private company. They have the blow-up pig. There's Neon Scene. It's the Teamsters. It's through fear. Look at this. Crowley, Knee, and George McDonald. And boy, they have McKee as a total puppet right now at 116. Folks, Dan McKee has just emerged into a complete union puppet. And what he doesn't understand is when you hand over the reins, hear me out right now. When you hand over the reins, when you hand over the reins to that crew, they don't give them back. They don't say, you know, okay, maybe, no, no. You you work for them. He's now going to be along for the ride. He is absolutely along for the ride. He was someone, and I get it, maybe because of um, the, the element of, you know, things were not, he had low approval ratings and low approval ratings and he just, you know, he's tired of being the, the least popular governor in the country. And it's as if he just like gave up on trying to improve that in any way. And he's just said, you know what, and, and, and by the way, just so everyone understands, the unions can make a difference in a Democrat primary. The unions can absolutely make a difference in a Democrat primary. Now, a general election, that will be, you know, different. But they can make a difference when you're talking about, because what this is is going to be is, is they are now trying to, it's, it's just they have taken over McKee, totally taken over McKee. And he is just now along for the ride. Whatever they decide, he's just going to go along with that. Now, this Johnson case, I cannot believe these people that are still, what, what part of this don't you understand? What? You're wrong to say what part of that? The guy was arrested. What more do you want? <laughs> it's a big story. It's not a big story. I mean, I, I, this is the same crowd that is always complaining that bail conditions are too high. Here was the original story. David brought his son to fight. When Casey got the better, he took him by himself to fight an 11-year-old boy. Well, they were playing basketball. If David's son beat up, I would get no bail. Oh, they're trying to say it's all racist that he was let out for that. I don't I don't see it. I don't see that in any way. So whatever whoever this individual is, and it's it's obviously pathetic. Um but look at so McKeon and Grabian are there at a protest where people are fighting with the police and getting arrested. You know, what What happened to uh, threats against democracy? Unfair labor practice strike. Northeast Transportation Services from the Teamsters. You know what's also interesting, and it's so pathetic, folks, at 120, is if you, uh, so I went on Twitter, DHL, and I type in DHL Pawtucket, and I can't believe the parade of local officials that have been parading through. He was gone by the time a commotion broke out. What a disgrace. He lit the fuse. What does that mean? Oh, he was gone by the time they started fighting, Kathy Gregg had. Mayor Lorza is calling for the removal of express vote voting machines for use in the upcoming primary after ballot errors. 
Gee, why get rid of them now? They seem to be working fine. Uh, let me just see if there's more on this. The governor and the mayor of Pawtucket were at that. A strike that has continued. Four, three or four people arrested. I believe it was all the laborers. So anyhow, if you type in DHL Pawtucket, you get the Teamsters chasing a driver with a green laser. You get that. You also get James Diosa stop by the striking Teamsters. They've been doing this for how long? 11 weeks. And they have, and they have the giant pig, the inflatable pig, because they won't give them the uh, Teamster. So this is, uh, I see a picture in May, DHL workers in Pawtucket. They need to make a living wage so they're bringing kids to the picket line. This is June 27th. Members of the Rhode Island branch socialism bring snacks, show solidarity. Again, I, I can't reiterate enough. This is a private company. They have a right to hire who they want as long as they follow state law and they don't want to go along with the demands. Um, here's someone else posting. Go by. The Teamsters give them snacks. They've been out there. They were on strike. So the company went out and got replacement drivers. And as a result of that, there's this parade. Look at how pathetic this is. Supporting the Teamsters. That was July 21st. Enrique Sanchez. And they're all out there. Wow. The union fist up in the air. Uh, Strike captain. This was July 26th. Rob Medeiros holding a morning meeting with members on strike. Concord Street, Pawtucket. Rob's a true teamster. (laughs) Come out and support them in their strike. All right, listen, if they, they want a strike, that's one thing. But what is wrong is the local politicians getting involved. There's Seth Magaziner. How pathetic is this? They're delivery drivers. They know what works. And it just continues. And it's all the progressives, by the way, that are out there, as I'm seeing all these photos. And then you wonder, do do people really think that private companies would want to come to Rhode Island and set up shop if you have the mayor and the governor that are and all these other elected officials that are on board it's just disgraceful I want to play the um, channel 12 piece again actually right now they're the only ones five arrests Governor McKee was there who is the uh, teamster principal officer Matt Taby. Let me find him. I've seen that guy on Twitter. He's a nutcase. Um, yeah, there's there's a huge TikTok video that's exploding right now where they use uh, my lizard stuff. <laughs> and folks, here's the thing, by the way, at 125. So I, I, I it, it's a balance of how much I put my logo on the video and things like that. But the problem is that if you don't, they you totally get ripped off. Okay, there he is, Matt Taby. Yep. These guys. Secretary Treasurer, Teamsters Local 251. They are. Look at Stefan Pryor out there with the Teamsters. They all want their vote. Why not support private companies? Unreal. So he's the guy quoted on Channel 12. I want to repeat. I believe 
that that Governor McKee, he and and the mayor of Pawtucket were out at this this protest where five were arrested. You know, this is, and that's just, you know, that was, five, think of that. That was five that got arrested. I bet they showed restraint. What were they doing that the Pawtucket police even had to use pepper spray? This is the Channel 12 report. And now breaking news, we're tracking from Pawtucket, where a union had been staging a strike this morning on Concord Street, not far from Interstate 95. Several police officers on scene shortly after 9 a.m. Let's go live to 12 News reporter Matt Paddock, who's joining us from Pawtucket with the breaking details. Matt. Brady, there is still a police presence here on scene in Pawtucket, and they've got officers at each and every entrance, and from our vantage point right now, we can hear the crowd starting to get heated once again. Now, this is all after union workers tell me things got heated, and five of their own were arrested. Now, according to the Teamsters Local 251 Principal Officer Matthew Tavey, workers have been out here for weeks, fighting for decent wages, affordable health care, and demanding fair treatment from a group they claim is part of one of the largest transportation companies in the world. But tensions boiling over today and according to one of the union strikers five of her co-workers were arrested and she came claims police using pepper spray in the process now it's still unclear right now what led up to the arrests but teamster local 251 principal officer tb sharing his disappointment in what unfolded Today, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of, I would say, restraint, control. It's a frustrating situation for everyone involved, for workers out on strike for a long time. Uh, we're certainly disappointed um, in, in the outcome, um, but there are a lot of, you know, I'm sure pending legal matters. We have reached out to police, but not have not heard back at this time, and it's still unclear what led up to the arrests. Reporting live in Pawtucket, Matt Paddock, 12 News. Well, again, if you see some of the video, they were totally out of control. It becomes mob mentality is really what, what goes on and takes place, right? I mean, that's, that's really what happens here, is it just completely becomes mob mentality, and that's what takes over. And it, it, it obviously just got completely, completely out of control. But Governor McKee last night, folks, right now it's 128. And I, I want you to listen to this and I want you to understand this. That he's got, he's got real nerve. Um, what this has become, Dan McKee, hear me out at 129, former mayor of Cumberland. Whoever he once was, he he's no longer. He's no longer that individual. Um, he's, it's not leadership. When you take taxpayer money, and again at one twenty nine, you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. When you take taxpayer money, and you just give it to. All the union workers, Rhode Island AFL-CIO, the Rhode Island Trades, the Teamsters, you give them our money, $3,000 bonuses, Superman building, soccer stadium in Pawtucket. What you need to understand right now at 1.30 on this Friday, as you're listening on either AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or online at the website, petro.com, if you take away anything... From this part, just know one thing. It is a bottomless pit. The answer is it's never enough. It's like Gordon Gecko on Wall Street. Charlie Sheen, Bud Fox has that big scene. When is it enough? When is it enough, Gordon? It's never enough. It is not if you give them A, B, and C, they're happy. You give them A, B, and C, they want D, E, and F. There's, it is a bottomless pit of demands. And McKee at this point, he gave them the Superman fiasco. He gave them the soccer stadium. He gave them $3,000 bonuses. It's never enough. But we have to pay for it. So last night, as he was at Twin River, and you had my back, and I have yours, and there's Michael Sabatoni of the laborers. 
This is, and by the way, the, their only attraction to him, Dan McKee, it's not, you know, you know, you know what makes a good guy for them? Someone that just gives them whatever the hell they want. Has nothing, he, he exhibits no leadership. Leadership is not taking taxpayer money and just giving the private sector unions whatever the hell they want. That, that's, that's not leadership. That's pandering. It's bribery. You vote for me, and I'll give you whatever you want. That's, that's where he is. So whatever he did in Cumberland, whatever he, as mayor, whatever he did as lieutenant governor, that is gone. That has left the room. They own him. He is in the pocket of me and Sabatoni. Now, Ramundo, she had a working relationship with them, but could keep them seemingly intact a little bit. Not McKee. McKee is their wish is his, you know, your wish is my command. Someone said to me he has to call George Nee and Sabatoni every time he wants to have a bowel movement. It's that bad. And last night, listen to the way they introduced him. This has nothing to do with leadership or vision. Are they floating yet? He is the special interest governor, period. That's what he is. It's not leadership. But he was the charter, long gone. He's in charge of the Providence, school, the, uh, Providence schools. Took it over. First thing he did was gave the union teachers exactly the contract they wanted. You know why? Let's be clear. He, he watched what happened to Ramundo. Folks, you, you can't, if you cave to this crowd, if you cave to this crowd, he watched what happened with Gina Raimondo. Gina Raimondo, shortlist, shortlist, vetted for VP. And then what happened? Randy Weingarten stepped up. And Randy Weingarten put the kibosh on that. Why pension reform? The unions in the state right now are so out of control. They feel so emboldened. Now, here's the good thing, though. Listen to me. At 134, the good news is when people feel that confident, they make mistakes. They make mistakes. Because right now, they are so full of themselves. McKee will let them do whatever they want. It's almost like in The Lion King when the king is killed, right? And the uncle, whatever his name is, takes over the kingdom. And then it's all the hyenas move in. That, that's what's going on right now. I forget the name of the uncle. And then Simba has to come and I don't remember all the characters' names. But anyhow, I think you get the gist of it. That's what's happening right now. So they're going to ballot harvest and stuff all these drop boxes. It's not that they believe in... Dan McKee, it's because the sky is the limit. He'll give them whatever they want. You know, let's just build things. It's money in their pocket. You can juice it up. Now, I will say, you know, if we under the guise of every cloud, every cloud has a silver lining. For me, at 135 on this Friday, if Dan McKee wins the primary, if he does, you know what? If he then even wins the general in some ways, it's better because a sitting governor indicted by the FBI, it makes a better story for me. It makes a better story for all of us. If Dan McKee loses the primary and then gets indicted by the FBI, I mean, it's okay, but it's just not as good as like someone that becomes the governor. Because then now you have like real, now it's a real story. So either way, you know, we, we win. So I think that day will come. He will get indicted. He'll be in a courtroom. He'll be in a federal courthouse. He'll have to get a criminal attorney. And, uh, and I will take great joy in being there and watching it, even though he's saying, and when you come up empty, well, we're going to see about that.
I don't know. Um, if, if, how come he won't reveal who the subpoenas went out to? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coatings. Call J. Perry Paving today at 401 732 1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured. Contracted company. Call them for a free quote. It's J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. Now, this is really significant at 136. Mayor Alorza has released a letter. He wants those Nelly Gorbea machines taken out. For use in the upcoming primary after the ballot errors, Mayor Alorza calls for removal of express voting machines during the primary election. He wants them out before Tuesday. Ongoing problems and wants them out. Now, what this really could be is he sees how Nelly Gorbea is going to try to steal the election. That's what it would seem to be. How Gorbea could end up stealing the election. And Gorbea is going straight at Nelly. Alorza is going right after her in saying that you we're not going to allow it on basically on my watch. And that could that would really throw things off. Now, I have been telling you folks that the system we have, Nellie Gorbea should not be on the ballot. She should not be the Secretary of State trying to become the governor. Um, the whole thing is, um, is wrong the way that this is, is going down. And and as I have said, the fact that they they shouldn't have been there in the first place, but they have obviously figured out that that somehow that that's how Gorbea that Gorbea is um, is planning on stealing the election. That's that's what it really comes down to. So. Oh, okay. Now I have people commenting on the Johnston thing. Um, I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. Let's see. Uh, rather, one of the main things they're upset about is usually holiday weekends of the person's held till they go to court. Oh. Um. Well, the question is, what is the law? Because people are routinely let out early without question that some some people are let out early on that. So I don't know about I don't know about that. Um, So they're upset that he got out over holiday weekend. I, 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 I don't think the penalty is as severe as people think it is. I don't think the penalty is exactly what they think it is. Um, hmm. And then there's that person. <laughs> the, the Johnston crowd... I mean, that is just like, like, what are you talking about? But anyhow, folks, that's more for me to deal with. Let me just also, it's 140. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Tuesday's the primary. I'm waiting to see if that Tierra Mac is going to win the primary. That, you know, I'll, I'll also say this. She's good for business. She's good for what I do. I mean, it's tough to find people like that. Someone who's that obnoxious. It is. So, 
you know, I mean, is she good for the state? No. Does she belong in office? No. Wall Street Journal, letter to the editor. In his Philadelphia speech, Biden erred by not condemning equally all the people who pose a threat to our democracy. Very good. It's true. Well, listen, he is, Biden is catching another break here. Biden is catching another break because right now the whole focus on cable news is going to be on the death of the queen. So that any time that Biden is not in the news, it's good for him. That's just the way it works. And I know some people could say, by the way, it, I don't think it hurts President Trump to also go a period of time not in the news. I don't think it hurts President Trump to not be in the news. So what's this? Miami Herald. We hear Tom Brady just told me divorce. What about the Miami mega mansion? Wow. Oh, boy. Wow. That's the first time we're seeing the D word. Hmm. They have that mega mansion in Miami. Uh, rumor, the splitting. Few days off, personal reasons. Um, I, I don't know what to make about it. By the way, one, one comment. Buffalo looked really impressive last night. That's a real quarterback, that Josh Allen. Now, I look forward to the Patriots, and it's going to be a great season. Um, Joe Scarborough, Jesus never said anything about killing children. <laughs> what about thou shall not kill? Right? No? Am I thinking of someone else? Ah, <laughs> uh, I think we're going to check in on John Francis. Competition shooting supplies. That's what I'm thinking. Let me see if he's posted anything on Facebook. Let's see. Um, where is Mr. Francis? By the way, if you want to see, we did a, a Facebook Live last night with Mary Brimmer of North Kingstown, who is just terrific. All right, so John Francis got some uh, ammo in. Ooh, look at that Glock. Whoa. He got a beautiful new Glock in. Hmm. McKee. tell you, the guy is just selling everybody down the river. It's just a fact. All right, let me see if we can get, I think we can get our friend John Francis on the line. What time is it? 144. Folks, competition shooting supplies. He's my gun guy. I'd like him to become your gun guy. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. This is where I get all my firearms from. John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. All right, let's see if we can reach him. I never know, but we can certainly try. What time is it? 1.45 on this Friday. See if we can reach the Defender of the Faith, John Francis, folks of uh, Competition Shooting Supplies. Find out exactly everything he has. See if he still has that clock available, as a matter of fact. So, folks, there he is joining us on the line right now with the Defender of the Faith from Competition Shooting Supplies is John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? John Francis, people need to remember, Tuesday's primary day, McKee, he's the one that signed the very restrictive gun rights laws into law in Rhode Island. He is not someone to be supported. That's absolutely right. Uh, uh, I've been at meetings in the past when they were talking about uh, a few years ago when Rhode Island was looking to ban bump stocks. And he was then lieutenant governor. He met with a number of different gun groups. Uh, up in Smithfield, and, you know, he was very polite and very nice. He listened to everybody's concerns, uh, especially those that had, you know, multiple uh, units uh, of that item and were standing to lose hundreds, you know, thousands of dollars that they had invested 
for the for those uh, accessories for their guns. And he said he basically said, well, you know, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but I disagree with you. Uh, you know, and he's all in favor of banning assault weapons. The guy, he's a gun banner. He is. He Plain is. Yeah. Plain and simple. And as top of that, um, I don't want to get too off track here, but you know, this morning. If you've seen the news, I mean, that protest in Pawtucket that he attended in the May, that, that is a private company. Whatever labor dispute they have, that, that is, that is, he has no business as governor walking a picket line. I mean, that is, you can't get any more business unfriendly than that. Well, uh, hey, <laughs> uh, you know, the Rhode Island and uh, 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 in general, has been sending out anti-business signals for a lot of years. That's right. There's a reason why we're down near, we're, we're near the bottom of, 50, of the 50 states. That's right. Well, let's talk about something positive, such as, I saw your Facebook post. Is that Glock still available? What can you tell us about it? Uh, so the Glock 30, yes, it is still available. Wow. Um, it's a Generation 4, which they really haven't made in, uh, in a while now. Um, it looks brand new. I don't think the, I don't, I don't think the gun was ever fired. Wow. And it's got pretty much everything that came with it uh, originally, but about $100 less than what it would have cost new. Oh, boy. Now, John Francis, also, I see it seems like you have uh, a good amount of ammo available right now. I do. Uh, I've got 22, I've got 9, I've got 380, 45, 40 S&W, I've got 22 Magnum, I've got 308, I've got 6.5 Creedmoor, um, I do have a little bit left, the 300 Blackout, uh, got 12 gauge Buckshot, i still got some target loads, i just got a case of slugs in, uh, so yeah, we're doing okay. What about also on the Facebook post? And again, folks, we're speaking with John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. That that new Ruger, uh, boy, that's a, a beautiful looking handgun. Um, what what can you tell us about that? Uh, which one? I've got. I think it's the Mark. Three or four from that case. Oh, okay. Well, you can't go wrong either way. And also the Savage Arm Stance. Um, yeah. I've, I've got one, the the one with the fluted target barrel. Yep. I've got the other standard one with the heavier. Uh, target barrel uh, that's threaded, uh, and I have the twenty two forty five light, which is in a uh, uh, like a, a a light grayish blue anodized uh, finish. That's a super light gun, um, but it's got the grip style of like a nineteen eleven. Now, John Francis, do you think is the two A community are they going to be out voting on Tuesday the primary, or do you think more people will be voting in the general? Um, I think more people will be voting in general for sure. Yeah. Um, but I suspect you're going to see. Uh, I believe we're going to see more gun owners voting in the in the primary, just because so many pro gun people are running in this one. Oh, okay. Good more point. More so than we've seen in yes. years. Okay, folks. Again, it's John Francis, and John Francis. That's a, a very positive sign, and need to. Get some people elected and up at the state house. Anyone you want to mention off the bat, off the top of your head, not not to put you on the spot. Uh so yeah, I mean the list is long and 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 uh, prosperous. Um, uh, Nick Grasso over in Johnston. Yes, um, he ran. He he ran before and um, you know put up a good fight, but just didn't have what he you know just couldn't get over the top. I think this time though, I think he's got a really good shot at that. Uh, Dave O'Connell, uh, he's running for District 14 in uh, East Providence. Yeah. Um, his opponent is a is a far left progressive. Uh. Um, uh, Anna Peters, uh, she's running uh, for Senate uh, District 18. That's East Providence uh, and Pawtucket. I know uh, I've known her and her husband Jack uh, for many many years. Great. Uh, Staunch uh, two-way people, outdoors people. Good. Uh, Jack is running for house seat number sixty-five. Um, so yeah, uh, if you go to um, if you go to the Rhode Island Firearms Owners League website, or even the Federated Clubs of Rhode Island website, they have a li- they have lists. Of everybody oh, who's good. running in what district? Good. And here in my own here in here in Pawtucket, 
uh, House District 60, uh, 61, um, Rick, Car- Rick Karsalovich. I've known Rick for over 20 years. Great. Um, he's running against uh, Leonella Felix, who was one of the sponsors oh. and big supporters of the magazine dance. Wow. Felix has to go and could go down and defeat on Tuesday. She wouldn't even acknowledge my email. She, oh. I reached out to her. I, oh. I copied an email. Uh, to her from the Senate Judiciary, and she's my rep, and she couldn't even be bothered getting back to me. Wow. Now, John Francis, also, folks, if you um, have some firearms that you'd like to sell, you could sell on consignment, you can contact John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. Maybe someone passed away that had some firearms as a collection. Uh, you could do that, or maybe somebody says, hey, you know, right now I wouldn't mind being a little liquid. Contact John Francis. John Francis, what are your hours at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street, for today and for tomorrow? So today I'm here till 6, tomorrow 9 to 4. And I, in fact, speaking of what you just said, I just took in uh, over 15 guns uh, from a gentleman uh, last night. Uh, him and his wife are moving and they're downsizing and... Uh, you know, his shooting day is pretty much done. So um, I'm going to be, there's a number of really, really nice older Taurus brand handguns, uh, but uh, he took very nice care of them. So I just got to get them uh, test fired, cleaned up, and then I'll get them on the shelf. That is fantastic. John Francis, keep up the good work. We'll talk to you again. Okay, John. Thank you. All right, folks, there it is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's 152. And you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, this portion of the program, folks, again, it's brought by the Lodge Puppet Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. What are you doing right now? It's a very pleasant Friday. Well, you could be popping in there for a delicious lunch, maybe sitting out on the deck. They're waiting for you at the Lodge Puppet Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. So, um, obviously, the big international news... Ten days of mourning for the Queen. Charles is now King Charles III. And that is happening. And I believe William is now the heir to the throne. So very interesting developments. That's going to obviously dominate the news cycle for quite some time. Locally, controversy in Providence. Mayor Lorza wants those voting machines out of there. So they have figured out Nellie's going to try to steal the primary that way. And then we're going to have to wait and see how that plays out. So that's a story worth watching. And then uh, Tuesday is primary day. Governor McKee was at a protest picket today in Pawtucket where five people were arrested. And he basically lit the fuse. McKee supporters were attacking Pawtucket police. Now, keep in mind, Governor McKee is under an FBI probe. So a a sitting governor attending a picket line of a private company, he's under an FBI probe, and then the McKee supporters start fighting with Pawtucket police. That's where we're at right now on this Friday, September 9th. Don't let let anyone tell you differently. All right, let me see if I can find my friend uh, Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's Marie. Folks, on this beautiful Friday, by the way. So, um, hey, the, the Queen. Folks, there she is. They, we have lost the Queen of England. However, joining us on right now is the Queen of Health, and it's our friend Marie, and it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Now, Marie, the Queen has passed away at age 96, but that tells me she was certainly doing some of the right things in order to live such a long life. She used homeopathy. She used to carry her own homeopathic kit with her, and she had her own homeopath. Her homeopath died a couple years ago, but um, she used the homeopathic doctor. Wow. Now, if you don't mind, just take... 30 seconds to a minute to explain someone that could sound unfamiliar. But Marie, what you focus on with It's My Health, people need to understand they can take control of their health. There's so many various things available that will improve their life, improve how they feel, improve their lifestyle. Oh, absolutely. Eating right, managing stress, getting sleep, exercise, 
it's it's all important making sure you're getting all the right nutrients you know in your food and it's it's pretty simple i mean there's some genetic things you can't do much about you know and we're exposed to you know pollutants and things but there's so many things that we can do to affect our health now folks also vitamins herbal remedies the kids are back in school marie you also have children's vitamins local products herbs teas and spices things are starting to cool down a little bit i'm willing to bet that with fall here you have some delightful uh spices and teas and herbs that'll be perfect for the fall we just brought in a wonderful product or two products from a wonderful company in Warren, Rhode Island. So they make an elderberry syrup and they also make something called fire cider, both of which are made from food. And you can put a little bit into make a drink out of it, a hot drink or a cold drink, um, or you can just take it by the teaspoon. But the elderberry syrup and the fire cider, very, very good for the immune system. Um, very good going into the fall and the winter to take on a regular basis. Folks, again, we're speaking with Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Mended Road at Cumberland. And Marie, I received an email from Lori. She said she has driven past your store, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. She claims for the past six years, for whatever reason, it was never in her vision. She finally, after hearing the two of us, popped in. And she said she got some CBD products that has greatly helped her with her knees. Oh, yep, absolutely. We hear that story all the time. Some people are reluctant to try it. You know, it's different. Um, and, it, you know, there's some reputation around it because people think about, you know, marijuana and stuff. But once they try it. You know, they're usually sold on it. Folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, it's a delightful Friday afternoon. Tomorrow's going to be just as nice. What are your hours for today and also tomorrow? Today I'll be here till 5.30 and then tomorrow from 9 to 4. Folks, the Queen of England has passed away, but we have the Queen of Health. It's our friend Marie. Marie, great to talk to you. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Have a good day. All right, folks. There it is. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Right now, it's 158. Folks, I want to remind you, visit the website, petro.com And I also, I want to just uh, remind anyone, if you use propane, call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209 for all your propane needs. Heating and cooling, you can depend on Propane Plus in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359, Propane Plus. In Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Three generations, they're available 24-7. They have online billing, schedule service and delivery, and all customers receive a free safety inspection. Check out their website, very user-friendly. It's propaneplus.com. Well, folks, again, I want to thank the great Jeff Gamache. It's John DePietro. It's 159. Uh, I want you to enjoy this delightful Friday. And then uh, also, it looks like a nice weekend. Football season is back. College games tomorrow. And then uh, NFL on Sunday. So enjoy this Friday. Uh, Visit the website, DePietro.com. Thank you for listening. We'll be back Monday at 11. Stay tuned for... The two o'clock news. W-N-R-I.